0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today on this wonderful feast of Our Blessed Mother. Guys, the year was around 1858, and Our Blessed Mother appeared to this little girl, 14 years old, by the name of Bernadette Suber. She um, was a little peasant girl. She wasn't a very bright, intellectual girl. She had uh, had a very, very, very frail health, and so that kept her back and held her back in school quite often. The story goes um, that one day she was out with her friends and there was this creek going through the town. And on the other side of the creek was the city dump. Basically, it's where all the, all the trash was brought. It's where all the medical rags were brought. And this was the 1800s, right? This is like plagues were out abundantly. So um, so anyway, there was this huge, I mean, it was, it's taller than this building. It's this huge, massive dump. And so she was on the other side of the river um, and uh, and she began to feel this cool breeze, and then she looked up, um, and there was this woman standing up in the midst of the dump, right? <clears throat> and she was beautiful. She, was dressed, she said she was dressed all in white with this blue sash around her, and she had gold roses on her feet, and she was holding a golden pearl-looking rosary. And the first apparition, she just didn't speak to Bernadette, she just looked at her, and um, took her rosary and began putting her fingers across her rosary. So Bernadette took that as an invitation to pray um, with this beautiful woman. At the end of the rosary, Mary disappeared. A few days later, she goes back. She felt urged, called to go back to this dump site. And she goes back over there, and again, the Blessed Mother appears to her. And at this point, she began speaking to her and asked her to come back for 18 consecutive days. And so Bernadette did um you know, she wasn't believed because, because she wasn't the smartest of little girls um this is in France way back in the day um yeah, no one believed what she was saying especially the priests and the officials right they just thought that she was you know making things up in this wild imagination of hers and so but she continued to go day by day and uh there was various things that happened along the way one of them was that our lady asked her to, to um that uh, the healing would happen to many people um by coming to the site to receive the water Many of you may have gone to Lord's already and been bathed in the waters of Lourdes. It's an amazing experience. Um, but anyway, so she began digging. You've got to imagine this in your head, right? Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are gathered, and she's digging in the dirt. And Mary says to eat the grass, and so she's eating the dirt and the grass, and everybody thinks surely this poor little thing has just lost her mind. Well, it was from that spot where she was digging that this miraculous spring of water rose up. And um, the first big healing that happened there was of a little baby whose hand was paralyzed. And they put the water on it, and the little baby's hand was miraculously cured. So um, Bernadette, uh, after the 18 apparitions, I think it was around the apparition of 15 or 16, she asked her, who are you? What is your name? And Mary proclaimed, this is incredible, because just a few years before that, the church had proclaimed this to be the title of Mary. Mary told her, I am the Immaculate Conception. Right. This was this is incredible. Right. And whenever the priest, when she told the priest that this is what what the woman says her name is, she's the Immaculate Conception. Then the priest believed her because there's no way that in those days there's no Facebook. Rome hadn't declared it like, you know, through social media. This little peasant girl would have never been able to understand what that meant. The Immaculate Conception, meaning that from the moment that she was conceived in Anne's womb, her mother's womb, she was conceived without original sin. She was immaculately conceived, right? And so this was a big deal because what the church had just proclaimed, now in this apparition, Mary says it. I love how Mary didn't say it first. She's she's going to follow what the church is saying, right? And so Lourdes has become this magnificent place of healing, right? Thousands and thousands of people flock to Lourdes every year uh, to go and bathe in the waters of Lourdes. And, um, and it's a magnificent experience. The waters are super cold. I was there a number of years ago. My first time to go there, it was just a beautiful experience. And they uh, they take you into this little, this little room where the big dump is, right? I'm very drawn to the dump for a moment. Um, but they take you in there, and the waters are in these marble tubs. And the tubs are like from here to there. And um, and you're waiting in line, and the guys are on one end, the girls are on the other end, and there's sheets that are you know, blocking everybody. and um, And you're just sitting there in your consoles. you're just there, you know, and, uh, and they, there's a, a sheet in front of you, and then someone comes and they bring you in there, and you get to the tub, and they look at you, and they're like, boom, I'm like, gotta drop my drawers? Um, and so they put a big old wet towel out, and they turn their head, and so you gotta, you know, drop them, and then they wrap, they wrap you, and it's freezing cold towel, Right? And then they walk you into the tub, and they're holding on to you like this, and you're walking in the tub. And it's natural spring water. It's so cold. They bring you up to the front, and they have a little statue of Our Lady of Lords, and you kiss it. And they start saying the Hail Mary, and then they hold your arms, and they dunk you in the water, and they pull you back out. (laughs) The most embarrassing moment. I'm thinking this is going to be so spiritual. I'm going to, like, levitate and walk on top of the water and not sink, right? (laughs) I was humbled. They bring me into the water, and it's so cold. That once I kiss Mary and I'm holding on, they're holding on to my arms and they start dunking me, I'm saying the Hail Mary out loud, right? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And as I'm saying it, they're dunking me. And I start to stutter. <laughs> so I'm going, Hail Mary, full of grace. The law, 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 law. And they go, boom. <laughs> and they dunk me in the water. <laughs> so I was totally embarrassed. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> I just started stuttering the Hail Mary uh, while I was experiencing this holy moment. But it just goes to show you, right, like some of the holiest moments, like sometimes we got to laugh sometimes, you know. Um, But anyway, it is a a fabulous place, and it's a place where Our Lady heals many, 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 many people. It's through her intercession, right? That's what the gospel is talking about, is it through the intercession of Our Lady that she wants to take care of her children, and she goes to Jesus, and they're, they're at a wedding, and how embarrassing that would be. They don't have any more wine. And then Jesus performs the first miracle. It wasn't supposed to happen from the beginning of time. Jesus wasn't supposed to perform this miracle in Canaan. He says, woman, what concern of this is yours and mine? My hour hasn't come. Right? And then Mary's last recorded words in Scripture. She looks at the waiter and she says, do whatever he tells you. That's the last time Mary speaks in all of Scripture. We see her again, but she doesn't speak again. And this is the heart of Our Lady. It's her mantra, right? Is do whatever Jesus tells you to do, right? And that's why she comes in these apparitions. She wants to bring us to her son, Jesus. She doesn't want the glory. She's not a goddess. She wants to bring us to her son, Jesus. And she's a mother, and she knows how to do that for us, right? And so that's where we come today to Our Lady, asking her for her healing within our hearts, Beautiful statue of Our Lady of America. Miss Cheryl did a beautiful job of talking about her this past Tuesday. And the first time Our Lady appeared um, to Sister was she appeared as Our Lady of Lords in the same outfit. Like Mary hasn't, I mean, you look at all the apparitions of Mary, she has quite the wardrobe. She's a total woman. She's got the coolest wardrobe in the world. So, but she puts her Lord's outfit back on and she appears as Our Lady of Lords. And the first thing we think of as Lord is Lord as healing. She appears to heal people. And then the next time she appears, as you see her here, as Our Lady of America. And she says that as she did in Lords and Fatima, if the people of America would heed her call and her warnings, she would bring about even greater miracles than what happened in Lords and Fatima. And what are the greater miracles? It's not the physical healings. It's the spiritual healings. The greatest miracle that can ever happen is that a person turns their life back to the Lord, right? Because even if they're physically healed, they're still going to die one day. And we would hope that they would have had their hearts turned to our Lord so that they would live for eternity in in heaven with Him. So this is Our Lady, and so I think it's a very special day for us um, in connecting Our Lady of Lords to Our Lady of America who wants to heal bodies, but more importantly now through this apparition, wants to heal our souls and bring us to our Son, Jesus. So let us take Our Lady, that part of our heart, that dump, so to speak, those areas that we just really wouldn't want anybody to see, those places in our heart that we need healing, we need Mary's presence, just like she appeared in the midst of that dump, she can come into our hearts and she can bring peace of her Son, Jesus, there and bring great healing. Amen?